This is HSBC Global Viewpoint, your window into the thinking, trends and issues shaping global banking and markets. Join us as we hear from industry leaders and HSBC experts on the latest insights and opportunities for your business. A heads up to our listeners that this episode is being recorded remotely, therefore the sound quality may vary. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the latest in our ESG Talks podcast series. We are featuring a variety of different topics that are currently trending in the ESG space. My name is Gabriela Tenhard, and I'm the Global Head of Market and Strategic Insights for Markets and Security Services. In this podcast, we are exploring how HSBC is implementing the journey to net zero. Joining me to discuss this is Noman Ali, Chief Financial Officer for ESG and Sustainable Finance at HSBC Group. Welcome to the podcast, Noman. Thanks, Gabriela. It's a pleasure to be here today. Same for me as well. So, Noman, ESG has been trending for a number of years now. As more and more companies are focusing on implementing these principles within their organizations, banks in particular have prioritized this topic. Can you please provide an introduction to the HSBC Group report and how the ESG thematic has grown in importance over the last years? Uh, Sure, Gabriela. So, HSBC Group published a report on an annual basis called the Annual Report and Accounts. And within this, the ESG disclosures have grown year on year. It is important to note that we are on a journey to embed ESG principles across the organization. And our ESG review within our Annual Report and Accounts set out our approach to the environment, customers, employees, and governance. It also explains how we aim to achieve our purpose and deliver our strategy in a way that is sustainable and how we build strong relationships with all of our stakeholders. That's really interesting. Now, can we go further into detail? What topics can the readers or our audience expect to read about? Sure. Uh, The report covers items such as our ambition to become net zero in our operations and supply chain by 2030. This covers our direct and indirect greenhouse gas emissions known as scope one, two, and three emissions. In the report, we also provide details of how we are aiming to help our customers transition to net zero and a sustainable future through providing and facilitating between 750 billion to $1 trillion of sustainable finance and investment by 2030. And in delivering our finance emissions ambition, we have disclosed our finance emissions related to the oil and gas and power and utilities sectors. The report also covers the role we play in opening up a world of opportunities for our customers, colleagues, and communities, as well as our commitment to high standard of governance. I think that's quite a commitment, Norman, and I think that's quite interesting as well. Now, um, I know a lot of the um, ESG has been a focus on the environmental, and you, and you did briefly mention some of this, um, but diversity and inclusion is also an important aspect of ESG. And can you tell us more what the report says? I, I fully agree that the diversity and inclusion agenda is equally important. Uh, in our report, you can learn more about our board gender diversity targets. Uh, the board's current target for gender representation is to achieve a minimum of 40% female representation on the board by 2023. Um, at the end of 2021, we had a 38% female board representation with five female board members out of 13. 
our aspirational female representative target is at least 40% by the end of 2023, aligned to the recommendation uh, in the final Hampton Alexander review. After achieving our ambition of 30% women in senior leadership positions in 2020, we have now set a new goal to reach 35% by 2025. And at the end of 2021, we had 31.7% of women in senior leadership roles. Also, we have made a commitment to increase the number of Black colleagues in senior leadership positions. In 2021, we grew our number of Black senior leaders by 17.5%. I mean, that's quite encouraging, and it's great to hear as well. And now a number of other ESG targets and policies have been recently released. Can you provide an introduction to the new financed emission targets for oil and gas power and utilities? Indeed, the uh, financed emissions targets are uh, an important uh, thing for banks. We have announced targets for reducing financed emissions in two carbon intensive sectors, oil and gas and power and utilities by 2030. We have announced targets for a 34% reduction in the absolute on balance sheet financed emissions for the oil and gas sector by 2030. Also a 75% reduction in the on balance sheet financed emissions intensity for the power and utilities sector by 2030. We also expect to publish financed emissions targets to capture capital markets activities for oil and gas and power and utilities sector in 2022. In addition, for year-ended 2022, we plan to report baseline financed emissions and targets for five more sectors. Thanks so much, Norman. Now, moving on, there are many terms and acronyms in the ESG space. Can you provide some further insights into the million tons of carbon dioxide equivalent? Sure. Uh, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology's uh, Climate Portal website provides a helpful analysis of this to help contextualize this. Um, in 2019, humans emitted more than 35 billion tons of CO2 into the atmosphere by burning fossil fuels. Imagine a cube 27 feet tall, wide and long, but just in case that's a little hard to picture, imagine a cube almost as tall, wide and long as a telephone pole. That's how much space it would take to hold a metric ton of CO2. We hope this helps you to envisage the reduction HSBC is aiming for from 35.8 million tons to 23.5 million tons by 2030. Wow, that's quite impressive. And honestly, I did not know and could not envision it previously. So this example really helped. Now, can you provide some insights into the partnership HSBC has with the World Resources Institute and the WWF as well? Uh, yes, uh, HSBC has formed a five-year philanthropic partnership to help climate solutions become a commercial reality and have a real-world impact. The Climate Solution Partnership is powered by $100 million of philanthropic funding from HSBC and with a network of local partners aim to scale up climate innovation ventures, nature-based solutions, and help to transition the energy sector towards renewables in Asia by combining our resources, knowledge, and insight. So thank you so much again, Norman. This is interesting. Now, we cannot leave this session before discussing the coal policy. 
So that was launched in December 2021 with an intention to reduce thermal coal financing exposure by at least 25% by 2025. It also aims to reduce the financing exposure by 50% uh, by 2030. Using its 2020 Task Force on Climate-Related Disclosures, so TCFD as its baseline. What can you say about this? So indeed, the, the, the coal topic is also a very important one. Uh, we believe that banks can give a valuable contribution to reduce climate risk in this particular area. Uh, many companies may want to transition, but do not have the capital at hand to do so. Uh, this is where we can contribute. So HSBC will phase out the financing of coal-fired power and thermal coal mining by 2030 in markets in the EU and OECD, and by 2040 in other markets. Engage with relevant clients on their transition plans and agree financing phase-out timelines. And thirdly, seek to withdraw any financing and advisory services with a client that makes a new commitment to or proceeds with thermal coal expansion of 1st January 2021, unless such expansion was contractually committed or under construction before that date. We are part of a bigger ecosystem and we want to ensure that we can support with our expertise in helping transition from coal-fired power to net zero. So what's next? As highlighted in our 16th March 2022 announcement, HSBC will publish our climate transition plan in 2023, which will explain for the first time how we intend to implement our climate strategy and deliver on our 2030 and 2050 science-based targets. It will outline our approach in carbon-intensive sectors and explain the changes underway across the bank which includes introducing a new sustainability operating model to implement net zero. Also, the annual group report will continue to report on ESG progress. So stay tuned. No, I mean, I think we will definitely stay tuned. And I so much appreciate the time that you've taken to speak with me to, today about this. It's great to hear how HSBC is implementing the ESG agenda in the next couple of years. I would like to thank you for listening to this edition of ESG Talks. We hope that you enjoyed learning more about our journey to net zero. Stay tuned for more podcasts as we explore more trends in the coming weeks. Thank you for listening today. This has been HSBC Global Viewpoint, Banking and Markets. For more information about anything you've heard in this podcast or to learn about HSBC's global services and offerings, please visit gbm.hsbc.com.